Hey, welcome everybody to Double Otaku. Once again, this is a offshoot of Cut and Snipe Podcast. Where is your boy Kevin here, along with my two co-hosts, Kai here. Hey, what up? This is Brent. And we talk about what's going on in the gaming world, our love of games, and everything centered around our favorite medium, which is video games. All right, we have a full itinerary for you guys. So let's start off with, so what have you guys been playing this week? I want to start up with, um, I've been getting back in the Devil May Cry 5. So um, I've been, I'm on mission like 12 of 20, I think there is. Mm. Like, I think I'm right before I get to, um, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but like, I think I'm right there. I've also got to try the Neo 2 beta, the last chance trial. Um, I wasn't really into Neo 1 because I thought the main character, um, Wayne Wallace, looked way too dry and boring to be playing in Fedora, Japan. <laughs> yeah, boring old white guy in that game. So I, thought, I don't really want to play him. So mm. I saw the game later on had a black character, Yasuke, who was a real life black samurai. Mm. And then now the new the new game has um, character creation. So mm. I can create my own black samurai and be cool. So mm. I got to play that. The character creation is pretty cool. The scars and tattoos you can get are really cool but very kind of limited but in a game where you'll be covering in armor half the time fighting you don't really have time to really look how, you, how your character really looks but still appreciated the character like, they actually have a lot of black hair mm-hmm. so how was the gameplay gameplay was good like um it's very fast and um so where Dark Souls is very slow and like um you know you have the like plotting this is just very high intense action the entire time so like while you're fighting you can be shooting being shot with arrows and you know, I'm rolling around I think I took the Karaga- Karashigashima the um it's like a, a blade with like a hook on it where you can like swing it around mm. so like um I'm ripping around like hitting two little um yokai which are like little swamp creature things and um I'm you know going back and forth between them while I'm dodging arrows from a samurai who's shooting me with a bow and arrow I'm always pleasantly surprised uh, so, and um, I think that's about it for me this week. How about y'all? How are you digging oh, the um, um, Soul Calibur? No, um, Devil May Cry. I'm loving it. So, um, mm-hmm. man, Devil May Cry. I, I love this series a lot. You're going to hear me talk about that more later on. But um, definitely, it's probably been one of the best purchases I've had in gaming for a good while. The nice. game is just phenomenal. I'm glad you like it because I love the hell out of that game. And it's so crazy because, like, me and Kevin grew up playing Devil May Cry, and yeah. Brent got into Devil May Cry with the newest edition. Right. So it was just yeah. kind of like when me and Kevin were in the PS2 era, the um, you know, Devil May Cry fans, Brent was a new era. And I've ridden off DMC after. I didn't like Nero in the DMC 4. Yeah, I remember He reminded me too much of one of my favorite anime characters, and I thought he was a complete ripoff of him. Mm-hmm. So um, I just shunned that game, but right. I might have to give that a chance because I bought the HD edition not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I picked up Borderlands 3. Like, um, mm-hmm. me and Kevin were playing that a little bit of that the other day. Kevin. Kind of got me into like okay let me let me just pick this up and I'm definitely gonna be copying back on to that mm-hmm. later on today. But yeah, Devil May Cry it's totally worth it. All right, uh, I literally just yesterday finished it was just beat and then platinumed um, Star Wars Fallen Order. Ooh, look at you, yeah. big platinum. My, so, how hard was that platinum? Uh, it's my first platinum in 2020. First off, and uh, easy, easy peasy, pudding pie platinum, y'all. This, if you have this game, you may already know. But uh, for Kevin and Kai, who's definitely welcome to play it after me, because I bought the disc. Um, if you want to get an easy platinum, y'all, if you got some free hours to follow some person online telling you where to go to get all these collectibles then the rest is easy y'all so I'm sorry I can't be looking for this shit like cause if you don't have that 
then it's hard as hell. You look trying to find all this stuff. Look at the because a whole lot of platforming in that game, mm-hmm. in which I enjoyed. I like that aspect of it. So you can like miss a lot of secret entrances, and you know moving the camera around certain ways, and you know if you, you don't do certain things, then you might miss stuff. But uh, I went all the way to it was like the last planet you have to go to where you know it's the end because mm-hmm. that's where all the stormtroopers, the main base is. So that's when I said, okay, let me stop. I have all my abilities now. Let me platinum this thing. So I went back, followed the guide with the people online, got all the shit, and then I beat it. And then I had like one more easy thing to do, silly task. I did that, and I got the platinum yesterday. That's right. Overall, I can see why a lot of people like TBH and um, a whole lot of other people I listen to online gave this game really high regards and said it could have been or they were shocked that it wasn't nominated at least nominated for game of the year you know in the gaming awards um which I fixed yeah but I enjoyed the hell out of this game man I can't lie like the the um combat felt great just the lightsaber just the way it looked on my TV with the Sounds wrong, 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 and uh, they would have you in dark rooms sometimes with your lifesaver out, and it'll just look great, guys. Did it matter what color your saber was, or was that just like aesthetics? Um, like, no, it didn't matter, yeah, stuff? just for aesthetics, right? Um, I was wondering because, like, um, because, like, you know, uh, the Force Unleashed, which was the last Star Wars games that mm-hmm. they had, you could be more set je- um, Jedi or more Sith, so like your saber would change depending on that, and you would also like a different mm-hmm. moveset. Was that kind of like that in that game? No, that's cool. No, you could totally pick which color you wanted. Oh, so it's and just that, all fun. Yeah, and as you went, uh, more colors became available to you, but it had nothing to do with your combat. That's fine. Yeah, so that was cool, but uh, yeah, the story was great. Um, like I said, the, the combat was great. Um, the worlds were, were good looking really pretty and like I said I, I I think it could have been nominated for game of the year the only marks that I can get against it this is the only bad thing I can say against it the, the enemies everything was fun I had a blast on it getting all the abilities platinuming it was even fun but y'all the um, I don't even know what you call it when you get onto a world and you're running around far off the game will be constantly Draw loading distance. Uh, draw yes, loading the background, loading the um, atmosphere around you. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It's y'all. Like, I don't think I want to start to cut you off. But I think mm-hmm. the more I've been playing PS4 and making me realize, like, a lot of these games have texture pop ins and low ins yeah. and like a lot of them. That's exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. <laughs> texture pop ins all throughout the shit, and like literally you run in and you'll pause and you'll see the thing loading on the bottom. And this is it was like bad, worse than, than any game I've played in a while on PlayStation. And you don't use the PS4 base like me and Kevin do. You're the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. so imagine if that were running on me and Kevin, so like base PS4s. So yeah. Imagine how that would chug on ours. Oh man. You're right. You're right. Because uh, literally I turn on the game and the atmosphere around me, if there were like mountains close to me, not far off, but close, they would look like PS2 type of shit. And I'm looking like, what the fuck is going on? I'm moving the camera around. This looks a mess. And then it would slowly come in. It started looking good. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. That's that's our Skyrim right now for mods. mods, That game was incredible. Mm -hmm. But like... The, the mountains in the distance look like, oh, yeah, this game came out 2011. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it would be like beautiful lush forest in front of you. Yeah. To the castle, like maybe five miles away, it looks like shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Everything's on ultra for gotcha. that game, and it's like, ugh. It's like, oh, but you gotta make it. Yeah. But uh, me and Kevin have actually been experiencing that with Borderlands 3. Mm. So, like, uh, it's the point where, like, the grass pops in. 
if we don't, yeah. while we're yeah. walking around. Yeah. yeah, we were playing like we played the um, trial beforehand with, um, just all together online, just mm-hmm. for a weekend. Even like by myself, it was really bad. Like the texture popping, like draw distances was terrible. Yeah. When we played um, local co-op, oh my god, that looked genuinely awful. Really? It ran so slow, the frame rate dropped. It must be locked at 30. Mm-hmm. It went to at least 12 when we were playing Damn. at times. If like, too many things were exploding and stuff like that, the game would chug a little bit. And then yeah. it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, yeah. I don't know how long it's going to keep going. And that's it. Fallen Order crashed on me twice. And I got stuck a few times in, like, a place you got to jump. I guess I didn't jump at the place it wanted me to jump, so I'm just floating in the oh, air, and I'm trying to maneuver <laughs> over, and like, totally, you know, freaky shit. Oh, like Fallout level <laughs> bug like that? Yeah, bugs like that, right, where you're just floating in the air. One time, it got so bad, I thought I was going to have to cut the shit off and, like, start all over, but with after five minutes of shimmying and pushing to the right, I finally got over and was able to climb up. So that is what would keep me from nominating it for Game of the Year. Everything else was great, but that type of stuff, you can't be Game of the Year and that type of shit's happening. You know? Bethesda's been doing that. Bethesda's made their entire career off of that. Okay? <laughs> Me and Kevin have lost saves in Fallout because we, we would jump oh, onto a crate and then be hovering in the air infinitely. Wow. So, <laughs> don't wow. think you can't win game of the year. <laughs> like, the whole point of Bethesda's game is like, the fun is that they're broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> well, well, now that I'm finished that, um, what I'm going to be playing next, I finished that right in time for Shadow of the Colossus being free on uh, PS Plus this month. So I'm going to be playing that heavy. I've never played it before. Kai told me about the old previous original game, and so, I'm excited to play it so now. So you weren't um, interested in the other PlayStation Plus free game? No, no. Sonic Forces? I'm not interested at all. I did... Um, <laughs> I, I got it, of course, put it in my yeah. library. But uh, I don't think I'm ever going to be playing that unless I'm very like, desperate. You guys don't want to make your own hedgehog and run around with yeah. Sonic? Oh, that's, oh, I was thinking of Sonic Mania. That's not Sonic Mania? Sonic Mania is the, like, the remake, one of like, oh. like, the older ones. Sonic Forces is the one where you make your own that Sonic That Persona 5 DLC. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I forgot Sega owns Atlas now, so you can dress up like the character from Persona 5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to play Sonic just for that. Oh, my <laughs> word. Well, have a blast. <laughs> unless I have kids with me or something, yeah, I don't think I'll be playing that. But I'm gonna be playing Shadow of the Colossus Heavy, and now I think since I have some free time before the heavy hitters, the AAA games start coming out later. What in April? Yep. When the big stuff comes April out, yeah, I'm gonna um, go back and finally put the work in. I got one more thing to do in Death Stranding to platinum it, and it's a big, long, time-consuming thing to collect all these memory chips. Everyone who's played that knows what they are. They're all over the world, and I gotta finish that. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna play Saddle of the Colossus. So that's what I'm doing I'm right now. I'm very excited that you're gonna play Saddle of the Colossus because um, yeah, me too. that is such a fucking amazing game. And it's like, I didn't appreciate it back then because like, my parents didn't buy me that. But like as an adult, when it became free on PS3, mm-hmm. I went back and played that when it first came. That and Ico first came remastered. I, I wasn't a big fan of Ico. It's the same company, but Shadow of the Colossus, man, it is like. I'm not going to say anything else because like, there's nothing really to spoil because mm-hmm. like, once you see the menu that's just pretty much what it is mm-hmm. that game is beautiful it is hard mm-hmm. and you feel terrible oh my <laughs> word it, it is such an amazing, great emotional game I hope they fix that I don't like a lot Tom, of hard games emotional. now okay <laughs> okay <laughs> well this game was never really fast right don't say that this game was done 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 oh my word but yeah Shadow of the Colossus is an incredible game well that makes me excited to play it God. <laughs> And so, lastly, I've been last game I've been so I just recently finished Borderlands Two, as you guys know. Because now I'm finally starting Borderlands Three. Borderlands Two is such a fucking good game, 
and damn, I really made me think about it. So I started that game last April. That was our last, like, before, right before it became free on PS Plus. So mm-hmm. around early March, was like early late February. So around this time, I was starting the game up. Oh, it came back up to me like, man, I really just want to play Borderlands 2 again. I had so much fun. And so when I bought it, that's when I was like, okay, cool, I, I can get some of this stuff. Hands and Flesh and Ghost Free on PS Plus. Sell my copy, and I just dive right back in. It took like a month or two off, and then I realized how much I loved that game from its systems to its story to the characters. Oh my god, that game is good. So you, I originally played, if you played Borderlands before, I played Zero, the sniper, but this time I picked to Gage, the Necromancer. And it's basically the easiest, most cheap ability that you can get in that game. Having to pull out someone, basically you're summoning another person to fight with you. So you don't even have to worry about half the battle. So you can just hide in the corner and regain health while you're, <laughs> while you're doing it. But I have to say, man, Gearbox did their thing with that game. Such a good story, characters. And switching over to Borderlands 2, I'm sorry, Borderlands 3, it's kind of a stark difference in personality, I feel like. Mm. So Claptrap and them have are very, uh, Claptrap is the same. He's missing the same voice actor from 2 because of the whole issue with Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford beat that nigga. Beat his ass. Damn. <laughs> Randy Pitchford beat up the original Claptrap voice actor. Yeah, so he's alleging that the game had literally assaulted him in a, in a what's it called, Damn. hotel and refused to let him make money off of that because he's the voice game for free mm-hmm. last time. Damn. But that's a long story. Where <laughs> it just seems like so I'm level eight now in Borderlands 3. The the combat is awesome. I love it. I'm playing Moe's right now, so she can summon a giant tank and go out and fight. I'm sorry, a tank, but she can giant like a giant mech. Like if you play Overwatch, it's literally getting into Diva's suit and fighting. And that's cool, but her she thought me like maybe I'm just hoping for the crazy zany one liners that Gage did or mm-hmm. the jokes that everyone else kinda around. So far the world is the same, but the vil- so far the Calypso twins are nothing like Handsome Jack where Handsome Jack is probably the funnest the funniest villain I've ever played against mm-hmm. where he's constantly berating you and joking you and insulting you the entire time and just kind of they're supposed to be like influencers without spoiling the game mm-hmm. they're jo- they're basically like a parody of like YouTube or, or Twitch streamers and like make sure you like comment subscribe and obey and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's alright it's not on the same like comedy level yeah so two is the one I played with you all, right? Yeah. For, okay, for that. Okay. Two is hilarious. It's just kind of hard to go from like Handsome Jack to someone else because like um, Handsome Jack really has the, one of the most dynamic stories in the, in the video games, at least like for that style of Schluter style game. So it's just kind of, you know, from his whole backstory, how cruel and vicious he is, and also how fucking goofy it is. Like yeah, oh yeah, I got a diamond horse. I, I need a butt stallion, and then you find actually find butt stallion in the game. Like Handsome Jack will never be kind of replaced. And just remember, he was the goddamn hero. <laughs> yeah, so Borderlands 3, I'm having fun with that. So we dive back into Overwatch again, where it's our addiction. Yeah. So there's an event going on for the Mardi Gras skin for Overwatch. And then you get a further character, and when your character is Ash, and God, I really miss this game. Like, mm. constantly going, like, I can say I hate this game, you can sell it, get rid of it. I all constantly finding ourselves getting, your getting that itch yeah. to play it again. Oh, my word. Because I still say, there's no character in gaming that, to me, that feels like 
no shooter character that feels like D.Va anymore. Mm-hmm. Where I can pie, jump out, like, run and take on the mech, hop out of the mech, shoot my gun, and really get that same type of combat playing. Like, yeah. we were playing Mystery Heroes earlier today. We're near the end. We can't get to the final objective. Mm-hmm. It's getting, like, basically beating us. I randomly get D.Va again and just take him out mm-hmm. and call when is the, and when is the match. Okay. It's like, I can't get mm-hmm. those experiences like that when I'm playing other games. Mm-hmm. And I really just think Overwatch is a great... I can't great game. I can't wait for Overwatch two. Maybe it's time for you to get back, Brent. Is there going to be a two? I yeah, heard people. Oh, that. okay, okay, okay. It's nice. If you own Overwatch one, you'll get Overwatch two. Right. Yeah, like it's forty bucks, but mm-hmm. all the updates and stuff for that will come over will still come to your Overwatch one. Okay, which is really cool. That is cool. Like um, Overwatch is. Been like a really hard addiction for me and Kevin to quit. Coaching <laughs> for a good while, I, I was shamed off the game by internet bullies. And after a while, like uh, me and Kevin were very serious about competitive. We played like the first six seasons straight, um, getting platinum and gold respectively each time. And um, me and Kevin have like at least about six hundred hours into Overwatch altogether. Mm-hmm. Like I know my personal account because we used to play on the same PS One PS account. I have three hundred hours into it by myself. Damn. So like um. <laughs> Overwatch is just, I've never played a game like this. Maybe if I was in the Team Fortress back in the day, I maybe would have had this feeling about that. But playing as a character like Reinhardt in a shooting game where all you do is throw up a shield and hit people with your big hammer that comes too close, there's nothing like it. Like um, I like playing the defensive and support characters. Kevin likes doing tank and assault. So it's just kind of like me and him have the perfect, perfect like, whatever he doesn't do, I lack. So mm-hmm. it's just, there. I've never had a game experience like that. Mm-hmm. And also it's just that... The updates have been terrible for Overwatch. It took too long to introduce new characters. Like the first two characters, um, Sombra and um, Anna, were so hyped up, and then everyone else just kind of grew weaker and weaker. And they finally caught me with Moira and Ash. But besides that, like uh, the new Black Eyed Peas, Baptiste last was okay. The hamster, I don't want to play as the dumb hamster. The other guy without the shoes is lame. <laughs> like they, they've been here very here to miss these characters. soon. give me the goddamn anime, okay, <laughs> Blizzard. I was just about to ask if there was a melee melee character, and Kyle had pretty much answered that. So, so that's if I would say if you were actually thinking about trying it again, mm-hmm. it would be Reinhardt. Reinhardt is super easy, or even my character Diva. Or like, Yeah. Well, Reinhardt is literally you have a shield and you block, mm-hmm. or you hit people with your hammer. Yeah. That's it. My well, character is literally you don't have to aim. She's you'd hold R two, and you can literally never, never let that go. She mm. shoots forever. Mm. She like, doesn't reload um, right. They him now, but one of Kevin's early mains was a character named Torbjorn. So he would set up a turret, and then all you you can still shoot and fire, mm-hmm. but you but your main thing was to maintain that turret and make sure the turret didn't die. Or if okay. it did, you just have to wait a little bit and then respond a new one. Mm-hmm. So like um, you would have to like constantly try to figure out like what's the best way to stop. Where should I put my turret now? Where, like where they can't get to it. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting. Like even one of those healing support characters is all melee. So like you can bash people with your shield and daze them, mm-hmm. and then. And go in for like a swiping hit, or and while you're swinging your mace, you're healing your enemy, your teammates at the same time. Nice, so that's like, creative. It's, it's yeah. a really creative thing, and like also like Overwatch has probably one of the coolest characters. Like Genji is like a robotic ninja, so like mm-hmm. uh, riding from Metal Gear. If you haven't played that, mm-hmm. so like one of his abilities is that he can like reflect any like bullet thrown at him. Mm-hmm. So like well, his brother Hanzo in the game has an all where he shoots an arrow. But if he shoot like if you shoot at the wall, the big dragons will come out and they'll kill your enemies. Mm-hmm. But if you shoot as a normal arrow, and if Genji reflects it, Genji will shoot your ultimate back at you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've only done that once. Nice. <laughs> and it was the coolest shit I've ever seen yeah. in the game. Well, I might see you guys on two then. <laughs> hey, okay, that's what I like to hear. It's like yeah. thirty bucks. 
Oh, okay. The original? Okay. So another game I've been playing is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. So Bloodstained is a sequel to, a spiritual successor to Castlevania. And it is a Metrovania-style dungeon crawler with different rooms where you're finding new abilities, finding new ways to beat people. It's good. I still haven't, I still haven't finished the first level yet, but I've gotten like six new weapons, updated my armor twice. It's good. I see the hype. I see why people get it. It's magic based. You have a gun. You can use swords. You can use melee. It's so. It's a bunch of different things. You can find like the enemies aren't that hard. If you play like a Castlevania or a Metroid before Mega in your Man. past, Mega Man, you this is you know what you're getting. It's okay. fun. I like the character. The art style is super unique overall. I think it's really solid. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'm, I'm about to start getting back into is Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse 2. I've been seeing you play that a little bit. A little bit. Xenoverse was probably <laughs> one of my favorite games when I've gotten PS4. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's it's a what I really kind of wanted in a Dragon Ball game where, like, the newest one that just came out recently, Kakarot, mm-hmm. is cool because you can play as Goku in an RPG mode. Yeah. This one is literally you make your own character. You don't play through the same anime story that you watched as a kid right. and play through 30 yeah. times through every <laughs> video game they have. Yeah, that's the actual worst part of playing a Dragon Ball game. Yeah. I've seen the show, but you have to relieve every arc every single oh. game. Yeah. So including the sequel, so be like, what do you got Tenkaichi? Tenkaichi 2, Tenkaichi 3 is the same exact story, just more characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this time you play as your own character, the Time Patroller. It's in us, our own world where the story is changed and altered. You have to stop and fix everything. You can play with people. There's raids. It's a full on like trying to be like an MMO type game. Okay. I love the gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's a solid art style. It's really cool customization. Overall, I just love that game. So I feel like hey, I didn't really want Kakarot like that, so I'm going to dive back into this. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. now that we're done talking about what we've been playing. There is one special birthday that we have to talk about. Mm. So, one of the, in my opinion, well, the fastest selling and the best selling console of all time, mm-hmm. the PS2 has officially turned 20 years old today. And this is an anniversary, so guys, what are your favorite games on there? What do you love about it? I just remember, like, we had the PS1 when we were, like, five, Whoa. but I don't remember <laughs> it so much because, you know, we were still little kids. Mm-hmm. My fondest memories of gaming are the PS2, whether it was playing mm-hmm. games with my cousin's brain and another one. Um, we would play <laughs> WWE in terms of pain. We don't say his name in his house. Well, it was playing like you know old school wrestling games, playing fighting games with y'all, and then being forced to play Resident Evil and Metal Gear yeah. games that were way past our mental capacity understanding. <laughs> but you know, I enjoyed them regardless. Yeah. Like um, PlayStation Two, I went back and bought one four years ago, and we've been playing it since. Like um, there's so many good games, so many different unique games on there. Um, such guess definitely an incredible console. Kevin, um, what oh, are your favorite games, guy? Oh, oh sorry, yeah. I didn't remember that part. <laughs> Okay, so like um, my favorite games, not in particular order, just when I think of the PS2, I think of these. Um, Devil May Cry 3. When me and Kevin first got um, DMC, got into DMC, we got the um, pack where it was 1, 2, and 3. And we had never been more attached to a game than Devil May Cry 3. Mm-hmm. That game, we played until the disc broke. That Damn. game was so freaking good, it's insane. Like, um, we, even as kids, I don't know how we got to this, but we got into Dante was die mode and won. So we had on lots, D Trigger, um, Dante and D Trigger, um, D Trigger, Virgil. Like, um, it's just something about that game, the music, 
the story, Dante's kick ass attitude. Like, you wanted to be that game every single way possible. Mm-hmm. It introduced me to two of my favorite video game characters, and Virgil being probably like my top three video game characters. And just like, also like a game that like, it's still being remastered and trying to be redone to this day. So like, it just came out again on the Switch, and the Switch version has so many cool options for it for you can swap. So like, unlike in 5, you can swatch for different, like um, for Dante, like Gunslinger, uh, Royal Guard, you can just swap that with directional buttons. Okay, and I'm like, nice. why isn't that in every Devil May Cry or yeah, every other port of this game? That's how you, it needs to be done. So yeah. just like, the, yeah. the legacy of that game just continues on forever. Um, another one would be Bully from Rockstar Games. It is definitely my favorite Rockstar Games game to this day. Even with GTA V, San Andreas, like this is the one that stands out to me the most because it is the most different of everything they've done. Such a creative story, the great soundtrack. Like um, Jimmy Hopkins is one of my favorite games characters because he's so funny and the world that he around lives in, he just kind of takes control of and is, is in charge. Mm. Just definitely an awesome game. It's teen, everyone can play this. I would always recommend it to anyone. Um, time to get into my FGC mode. Soul Calibur 2. <laughs> Easily the greatest 3D fighting game of all time. Mm-hmm. No one can tell me otherwise. That game plays so smooth. The OST is perfect. I don't care about classical music. That score is incredible. Like, the great character designs. Kevin Payachi from Tekken is a playable character. So I got one of my mains in Tekken in Soul Calibur. The game is just damn perfect. Like, me and Kevin still will play the play 2 or 6 nowadays because mm-hmm. 2 is just that damn good game. I hate 6. Mm-hmm. I don't hate 6. It's just... <laughs> 2, it's just like, when you've peaked it, it's hard to go back sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, my next game will be Capcom versus SNK 2. The greatest 2D fighting game of all time. <laughs> Some people will say Third Strike. <laughs> Some people will say Street Fighter 4. I'm going to say Capcom versus SNK 2. I don't think I played another game more in my life. That game, we still have the disc version of that from our childhood, and it still works. It's somewhere in the house currently, and that game is so fucking good. Everyone's there. It's before Super Smash Bros. If you cared about fighting games, you have Street Fighter, Rival Schools, Darkstalkers, um, Fatal Fury, um, Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown. There's so many games represented in one series. Mm. And um, just the fact that you can have Ryu versus Ken, Terry versus, um, what's it called, um, Rugal, Akuma versus Morgan from Darkstalkers. <laughs> that game is just so hard and it's so good that even the bottom tier characters like Benny Maru, which is my favorite character in that game, can beat a god Rugal if you know the game good enough mm. every like you can play through third strike mode um, KOF 98 style with the group selections the OST is incredible the little special stage interactions which are being characters which still aren't being done to this day besides Mortal Kombat just a pinnacle of fighting games in my opinion and my last one will be Metal Gear Solid 3 I'm still in a dream snake eater <laughs> what an incredible game I, I love that game so much it's like maybe not my favorite Metal Gear game but like definitely one of my favorites the um, even the Ape Escape game part of it where we got the special edition which was really fucking stupid but the banana candle was awesome like there's so much in that game that's through easter eggs and that you can do like um, if you wait for the end the, that boss to you know, instead of fighting him you just wait a week and don't play the game he dies of old age yeah, like scary. it's just ridiculous and also the, the one ladder the climbing of the ladder where they play the entire theme song the fighting big boss in the flower film garden mm-hmm. everything about that game is so good you know that's my top five games of the PS2 alright um, I feel fucking old is this unbelievable that this system is 20 years old today y'all that's really wild but um 
Yeah, I, you know, I have great memories of PlayStation 2 as well. As I said in our in the first podcast um, that we did for the, for the gaming, that um, PlayStation 2 was the system I rode out with. And I had, I went from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 4. So I, I skipped a three. I didn't get that. Uh, Xbox 360, I didn't have that. I was playing 2K. NBA 2K3 and Madden all those years <laughs> until the 2004 came out. Right, until the PlayStation 4 came out. So me and that too. And it stayed strong, y'all. I, I had to, I remember uh, my mom paid to change the um, heating fan in it once. The, the son of a bitch overheated on us. And that's, I think that was just like a problem universal in all of the first PlayStation 2s. Um, that heating fan, it, it overheated, it, it died on me. And I remember we took it to some shop and they were able to fix it, which was amazing to me. You know, thinking about how you would, how it would be to try to get someone to fix a PlayStation or an Xbox now, you know, and actually do it right. They put the fan in and that thing, if I think, if I hooked it up now, it would still play. <laughs> but um, my top five favorite games uh, for PlayStation 2, I gotta start off with Vice City, Grand Theft Auto. Um, this mm. game really changed my life, I want to say, or my gaming life, no question. Like, just to think of, um, of course, you know, Grand Theft Auto really revolutionized, like, open world games, you know, and free roaming, do whatever the hell you want, and profanity, and all that type of stuff in games, kind of really revolutionized it, and put it into the mainstream, and let everybody know it's alright to do this type of stuff, it's alright, so, um, but this one was just amazing, with the classic music, the soundtrack, let me start with that. Arguably one of the best soundtracks in gaming. Yeah, yeah. Kai said it, period. Point blank, period, okay? <laughs> um, I can't even... I'm not going to name some of the songs, but yeah, it's just some really good ones. And right now, I've been waiting! It's, it's <laughs> oh just on my God, mind. Just, yes! Just getting on... <laughs> when you start the game, you're getting on the moped, and Billie Jean starts off. Oh. That's how you know you're in a good soundtrack. Yeah, Tupac's you, on there. Um, yeah. What's it called? Helmet, Ozzy Osbourne. Like, yeah. There's such oh. many... There's so many bangers on that game. It really is, You can just sit there and just... And also, the, even the commercials in the game are mm. fucking hilarious. Hilarious, so yeah. Them. Like how yeah. Lazlo from GTA V is also in GTA V now because of his role in that game. Mm-hmm. And also, Love Fist. Love Fist's music still fucking slaps to this day. Yeah. Yes, it. it does. We're still getting pussy while we're around. That was fine, Kai. And I remember the graphics were great, like for this game back then when it came out. Seeing like beautiful um, Miami South Beach. Oh man! That fog when you replay it again. Yeah. How yeah. that covers everything. Maybe um, Borderlands needs some fog to cover up those loading intentions. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the the beautiful colors, all the clothes you get. Excuse me, the suits and stuff on South Beach. So much fucking fun, y'all. Like big that deal. That game's a big deal for me. So that's one. And then SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Bork laser on the cover. Yeah, like, I mean, just just a fucking great game. And, and between great this... Great game, great roster. Yeah. Great storyline for Come Season Mode. This and Shut Your Mouth, they're running neck and neck, but I, I did pick Here Comes the Pain. Just the, see, the story mode, amazing. Setting up your own uh, pay-per-views and shit. Like Kai was saying, we had another cousin we would play with. Uh, we would literally make 
pay-per-views. And this man had real belts that were up for grab. When I say real belts, I mean physical belts that were <laughs> up for grab. Uh, we make our pay-per-view, all our favorite wrestlers, our creative wrestlers, make them fight each other. The pay-per-view would run smoothly, you know, match after match, and we would just set it up and play all night. That's all we had to play. Like, not all, like the only game, but that's all we would need, need to, play. to play, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a whole fucking three, four hour night of doing that shit, and we was never tired. Fingers hurt and throbbing tired and shit. Tapping. Tired, yeah. <laughs> them thumbs, man, hitting X and, and the, the D pad so much, you can, the buttons are, like, you know, engraved into your <laughs> finger, but, um, also, systems in that wrestling game that aren't in other wrestling games to this day. Right. Like, one thing me and Kevin talk about that modern wrestling games need, the rope break button. Yeah. That is the one thing that I don't understand how most mm. people don't have like, figured out. Mm. You just get near it and that's it. That yeah. game, you actually had to touch the rope and then be seen by the refs. Yeah. It's the little things. Fighting in Times Square. You remember mm-hmm. that with the shot? Pretty people yeah. shot them around. Oh, Fighting awesome. on the Empire State Building. Damn. Why was that in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Riding Why is Hamza even cycle? 20 in the game, though? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that game is probably still the best wrestling game out. Also, just had good humor. Like, if you played the Japanese wrestler to Jerry, he only spoke in Japanese in story mode. Mm. Things like that are just, like, dumb, fun things that yeah. you didn't also, have to put in. the there. soundtracks, too, yes. for the wrestling games were amazing. Yeah. The new wrestling game soundtracks are off. The new soundtracks are awful. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like Larry Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, um, good bands in All the actual game. Yeah. They even had Ghostface kill in WWE's back then. <laughs> So this fucking this is a classic wrestling game and yeah I I, I don't know where I would be without this in um, PlayStation Two and then Resident Evil Co Veronica couldn't leave this off oh man this this might have been like maybe the first Resident Evil I was able to play as a like I don't know adolescent or something or older I don't know yeah around there and uh, where I could really understand and. Um, comprehend this like how scary this shit was and how deep the story was man like there was some really creepy freaky shit on that thing like uh walking in the rooms and just hearing zombies tearing up into bodies and the cutscenes more so than on the old games because this one looked better than the original resident evil and all that of course the graphics were better and I still don't completely understand what was going on in that house at the end. But when you finally got to that Cove Veronica house at the end and, like, the music was playing, y- y'all, the people who played this shit know. That, that final house you go in, it was crazy, scary, creepy, and freaky. So uh, I had a great experience with that um, on PlayStation 2. Next, Kai Pick Milliger Solid 2. I put, I mean, Kai Pick 3. I put 2 Sons of Liberty on here for me um yeah you know that's actually Metal it's just Metal that Gear. like um <laughs> that's the one of the most divisive Metal Gear games though that's the only mm-hmm. thing cause like there's a huge community that I didn't know back then that truly hated the game because Whoa. you couldn't play a snake cause you played as writing mm-hmm. how did you feel about that mm-hmm. yeah like, you're right were yeah. you surprised that you couldn't play a snake when you first played it I was surprised but it didn't bother me because it was just still a great game and further um, for you know, pressing on the story, developing the story, so yeah, stuff like that didn't bother me. I mean, as much as that, I didn't hear about that that whole group of people, but that's interesting to hear. Next, Final Fantasy X. Oh man, Yuna and Titus, Waka, uh, Riku, Blitzball. Yes, Blitzball. 
the nigga with the big sword who didn't say much with his arm. I can't think of his name, but I see him in the big red coat yeah, I know with the glasses. I yeah, I can't think of his name right now. But um, y'all, I I just I bought that again on the PlayStation Four. I loved it so much. The, the remake. <laughs> yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how many times I've beaten that three or four times. It's definitely one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I can't even fucking front or lie. I don't know if it's just because it's one of the newer ones, but um, I definitely like it better than fifteen and some of the others. But um, and definitely I like it better than I said ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ten. Nine better than nine. I liked it better than nine. But um, yeah, great story. The game looked great. The relationship with Titus and Yuna, uh, just the fighting was great. Um. I think that's another one that I I platinum on the PlayStation Four, of course, mm-hmm. many years later. But um, did you ever get a chance to play Ten Two? Yes, I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't yeah. like care for it. Like I remember being like, okay, you play the girls and they're all hot, and then yeah. um, play the game. I was like, oh, this is kind of disappointing. It I was don't bad. Play an idle game. <laughs> it, it was included in the uh, Ten. Yeah, the, the remake. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, it wasn't the same. But uh, Waka was a great character. That's the whole story. I ain't gonna go too deep into it, but uh, I had a whole lot of fun playing that. And now I learned about uh, Rule Thirty Four not too long ago, and I get to see Riku, Yuna, uh, Titus. Yes, getting it on. So uh, that's kind of cool. But anyway, because of course, as a kid, I used to think about that my damn self. But now it comes into fruition. Here. <laughs> yes, right. And y'all, I know that's five. I already said five, but I gotta throw two quick ones in there. Because y'all inspired me. I'm inspired right fucking now. Silent Hill 2 was on a PlayStation 2. I cannot skip. I cannot let Kojima go. I got to keep holding on to his coattails. Silent Hill, I want to say one that I realized that was on the PlayStation original. But uh, yeah, two scariest shit still I've played, most likely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Code Veronica's on here, but Code Veronica, wow, really didn't have shit on Silent Hill 2, in my opinion. It's just a whole nother level of creepy and demonic. But, um, <laughs> and then lastly, Gran Turismo, the one that was on PlayStation 2. I don't know which one it was. 3, I think? 3. A-Spec. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. Oh, PlayStation 2, RIP. You're still living, but I love this system, mm-hmm. y'all. Definitely the best system ever. I agree with Kai. Alright, and from finally for me, so we don't reach out on some of them, doing some ones that I was just thinking about what y'all were talking, they made me really think. So one one of them on there is Tony Hawk's Underground mm. and the Tony Hawk series. One place oh, that, that we, huge. we, that we so don't much. really <laughs> have anymore is the extreme sports genre. Yeah. We have every we have Madden, we have NFL, all these other games, but we don't have the Tony Hawks, we don't have the the what's the BMX series? We don't have the inline skate series anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have the surfer the Kelly Slater surfing series anymore. It's just that the Tony Hawk series just shine so well, from the music to the gameplay, which was just solid combo. Even if you weren't into skateboarding, you just like making combos and looking cool and doing all these crazy tricks and pulling things together. There was nothing better than doing a crazy flip all the way into another pipe, into a revert, into a manual, into a grind, into back into where you were to get this crazy looking combo off to show your friends playing games like Horrors or um, Firefight, Skate Tag. It's specifically Underground 2 because it has one of the coolest soundtracks and stories for me. It's just wild, it's crazy. You get Wee Man, you get Steve on Mechanical Bull, you get a Bigfoot as a playable character, Shrek as a character. <laughs> this game was just wild and nuts, and it was a he- one hell of a ride. And I also just feel like I have to just give homage to Tony Hawk because 
I would not like the music that I like if it wasn't for the series. Mm-hmm. From it introduced me to guys like Pierce the Veil to Less Than Jake to um, I can't even name you how many bands to yeah. Gangstar to Public Enemy to like everything mm-hmm. that I really listen to now has almost has a place coming from Tony Hawk mm-hmm. from the late '90s alternative to the rap to the like the actual rap music that I love now come from that series. Um, another one I bring up that I don't think we heard was Tekken Five. The Tekken series in general, whether it was Tekken Tag, Tekken 4, Tekken 5, Tekken series to me is still the pinnacle of fighting games. Tekken 5 specifically, because out of all of them, I grew up originally with Tekken Tag, which is a, is a better version of 3, then 4, which is kind of the hit or miss one, and then 5. To me, 5 is the best fighting Tekken game until 7. Like if I'm going through the list, like the best, the next best one is 7, but Five is to me was there. The story, the characters, everyone got their own unique story mode. Where you did your arcades, you got full dialogue. It was just a solid game, great gameplay. Introduced really cool characters that stuck with Raven and Lily and Asuka. Overall, just a fire series. Um, Kai just also mentioned to me 007 series on PS2. Well, mostly like GoldenEye on GameCube, but Nightfire on PS2 was extremely well as well. And Rogue as well. Mm -hmm. Also mm-hmm. wanted to throw out the Twisted Metal series. Fuck. Twisted right. Metal. So one of the first games ever, oh. the first mature game I've really, other than Grand Theft Auto series, mm-hmm. was Twisted Metal Black. Mm-hmm. And that dark, gothic, evil story where they're all serial killers in the insane asylum probably messed me up as a kid, but makes me explain <laughs> so much now. But God, that game was good. It was dark, gritty. Yeah. Um, my favorite was still the redneck on the, what's the tractor? The tractor trailer car? Road Dog? Is, Road, it, like, is it Road Dog? No, Road Dog is someone else. Uh, I forgot his name now, but yeah. he looked like, what's his name? Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Junkyard Dog. That's what he was. Mm. Yes. Over him, Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that game was good. Was and then Head On. Pastor, yeah. yeah, Head, Head on. on is my favorite Twisted Metal game. Which is mm. a PSP port along with the scrapped Twisted Metal Black 2 that was supposed to come out. God, that game And was also good. the um, Sweet Tooth single player game which was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Which was really, really good, but you know. Yeah, overall, really solid, really fun games. And last, I just want to bring up the fun, really dope anime games we had. From the Naruto Clash of Ninjas to the pinnacle in anime fight, anime game series. The Dragon Ball Budokai, it's Budokai Tenkaichi series. You want to put, like, and all this complaining about the story. Oh, Don Hexon, too. Yes. But, like, you want to talk about, like, paying homage. Every single character, and, like, most games don't even do this now. That you can think of from a series was in that show, in that game. Over a hundred characters, and there wasn't no like, oh, play Goku, Super Saiyan 1, Super Saiyan 2. Mm-hmm. It was one slot for every single form, and then you had every single from Red Ribbon characters to from like early Dragon Ball characters to Dragon to the Last Boo Saga. Mm-hmm. Great homage, great blast, great visuals. It, like, one of the, especially like all that limited hardware, made you really feel like you're, yeah. I'm actually playing the show, doing key blasts and fighting. Also, having one of the hardest beginning missions in any video game ever. It would, because like, you have to, like, swiggle, um, wiggle your, um, uh, what is, what is it? So, thumbsticks. The little, um, the thumbsticks. Thumbsticks. To get Raditz. You, you have Raditz and a full Nelson. And you have to go left and right to make sure he gets in the, um, way of the uh, special, special beam, beam cannon. cannon. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I just could not understand that. Like, mm-hmm. that was just too hard for me to do. And that shit was amazing, though. But once you got past that, the game was incredible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Alright guys, so I think we got enough on the nostalgia trip. So let's talk about some news now. Y'all ready for that? I'm yeah, ready. let's do it. Alright, so starting off, 
It seems so. Uh, this past week, PAX East just happened, and Sony, Capcom, Square Enix have all were all pulled out of there due to the issue with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Even though the the Boston mayor pleaded with them, they also saying like basically don't reinforce your stereotypes and please come in and we, we, it's not even having any cases out here. This got posted. No, they pulled out because of concerns. Game Developers Conference (GDC) was recently postponed to summer, mm-hmm. and will E3 be next on the chopping block for coronavirus? Are they overreacting at this point? I mean, I don't know. I would assume so, honestly. I wouldn't. I, I would be worried about sending like Japan's having an issue, and yeah. some of these studios are. I know some studios are in America, but would you want to risk sending your employee out there on an airport, yeah. getting and potentially to get sick? Okay, you're right. I took that back. It's Kevin. a lie. It's it's a, it's a scary thing. I can I can get it because I'm being short, closed minded, not remembering that a lot of people are coming out of the country. Yeah, so. I understand what you know. The mayor of Boston is saying you don't want to, you know, That's with the, revenue, the stereotypes, right? And you don't want to do the stereotypes. But um, right now, we, since we're still in the beginning of this, maybe it is better to be safe than sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, we don't want to be end up Boston having thousands of cases and then it's truly in America because of like um, gaming conventions and shit (laughs) right so you know yeah I want to say that so maybe I agree with Kevin now maybe it's best they postponed or cancel some of this stuff but I'm wondering if this is on the back burner on like quietly helping some of these things as well at a GDC and especially E3 even though I know a lot of people aren't coming to E3 but a lot of folks waiting for PlayStation news to come out and waiting for news more news to come out even though Xbox put out a lot of news but even more news from Xbox like maybe gameplay stuff it's allowing for that stuff to be maybe become available by pushing the stuff exactly. you know so they may be like oh coronavirus we're scared but really ain't much too much to talk about that we don't know about on these conferences so if we push them back let more information come out we might be able to have a better convention yeah definitely you might be right about that yeah alright guy what do you think um I think it's probably for the best that they hold off on this because you don't know how, what like Bruno was saying you don't want the disease to get spread around yeah. if anyone possibly could have it mm-hmm. so like I think it's probably for the best and um I'll, I'll, I'll be um, pretty excited to see what they do show off though I'll mm-hmm. say yeah me too me too alright so, all right, guys. So the next case, I want to talk briefly about the Final Fantasy VII demo review. Mm-hmm. So, as as you listeners have can guess by now, we're all big Final Fantasy heads. <laughs> right. So the remake, de- the demo remake, just recently came out Monday, and we had some time to play it. We've all beaten it. Well, I've gotten close to beating. I haven't gotten to finish it yet, but we've all put enough time into it. So, what do you guys think? Overall, I think it's great. I think again, it's, it's a cleaner, crisper combat compared to five. Mm-hmm. I like breaking. I like that switching. Sorry, fifteen. I like switching through combat modes with Cloud. I think that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only felt like the, maybe I would change the button placement on like items because there'd be times I'm pulling off a chain, a cool combo, and then I accidentally press X, yeah. and then this item pop up. That's like maybe I would too. remap that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overall, I think the game was solid though. I just want to say F in the chat for everyone who went to PAX East, stood in line for hours to play a demo that was put online the next day. Oh. So, like, rest in peace to those dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, man, I thought the demo was incredible. Like, um, really fun and really challenging demo. Like, um, I've been watching Final Fantasy VII Abridged, and it is exactly the way they've done it. Mm. And just as funny, because, like, 
I've been listening to a podcast called Castle Super Beast, and um, they were talking about how are they going to portray Barrett instead of um, you know, because like back then it was Mr. T to be Barrett. Yeah. So I'm glad he's like black pastor man. That fits Barrett's personality design. They leaned well. into it, yeah. And also, I don't remember Jesse wanting to fuck Cloud as much as she came off in this game. Mm. Like she was like way too thirsty. <laughs> yeah, even in a small demo, she was yeah very thirsty. So like, I'm always happy to see that. I know we'll get some good Rule Thirty Four as a friend. <laughs> Yeah. This is, I, I think this is coming to PC eventually, so get ready. But um, I think this demo was awesome. Like the gameplay was fast and fluid. I didn't have any problems with it at all. Um, I just didn't like like my main issue was like playing Barry did not feel as rewarding as playing Cloud. Yeah. Hopefully they can find a way to make him feel a little bit more fun. But like um, it just like with Cloud, I didn't it didn't feel like I was playing like a like a pseudo turn based fighting um, pseudo turn based action game. Mm-hmm. With Barry, it felt like I'm playing a turn based game. Mm-hmm. I have to stop, reload, stop, reload. It felt yeah. like okay, yeah, this is a turn by turn game in a little bit still. Mm-hmm. But it, it was definitely a blast. Like I definitely enjoyed it. The boss fights were, were challenging and fun. Um, I want to know what timer y'all set the bomb off on because um, I set mine on 20 and I got out there real fast. <laughs> really? 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Barrett said, is that enough time for you? I was like, look. And he was like, oh, get a little cocky, huh? Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck you, <laughs> I'm going to leave this mission. Um, okay, so I enjoyed the demo overall as well. Um just as what Kai and Kevin just said, I'm echoing it. The fighting was definitely crisp and smooth. Um, the it looked good. The um, it still felt like Final Fantasy. You know, the combat is what we're all come here for when it comes to Final Fantasy. I liked being able to press the D-pad up and down, left and right to switch characters. I feel like that's real easy to do, and it was smooth, crisp transitions between Barrett and um, Cloud. Um, Totally with Kai. Playing with Cloud is a blast. Just smooth fighting, hitting triangles, switching to what boxer? Not boxer, slugger or something. Um, like, uh, it wasn't like um, operator and, and I can't yeah, slugger or something like that. Pretty much where you go off and uh, switching modes like that was fun. And then going to Barrett is a little less fun. Like you know, yeah, just standing far and shooting with the blaster. <laughs> and then like Kai said, yeah, having to hit triangle to load up again. That was you know it's didn't feel. Not be in my party. <laughs> Didn't feel this move, huh? Probably might not be using my party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not. And, and the camera got a little weird when I switched the bear yeah, sometimes, well, I gotta say. Even just like running around the camera, even running around the camera was kind of a problem for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't really mm. think the camera was as responsive. I felt yeah. Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I never played Kingdom Hearts like that, the but. Bad. <laughs> yeah, the camera, you're right. Even with. Cloud, I remember, you know, the camera was off a few times, especially with Barrett. It was behind stuff, and I really couldn't see where I was aiming. But overall, it felt good. It felt like Final Fantasy. I love the little um, Cloud's attitude, and Barrett's peeling off, going off on him. They leaned into that Mr. T thing, and I like it. And the um, little dialogues between everybody, it was fun. It felt like felt like Final Fantasy Seven, like I said, which I really liked. But um, I do have some... Um, criticism and this guy Chris Kohler yeah, yeah, real yeah um, I'm gonna read real quick what he said and it kind of really sums up 
really literally what I felt like my problems were with the game. First of all, I felt like it was really hard. And uh, I mean, finding a boss. Kai said he didn't have too much trouble with it. I had it. no problems at all with this game. But I was dying, y'all. I was like, I uh, used up all my potions in Phoenix Down. Oh, that was, <laughs> I was about to you All man. of them, y'all. But anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chris right. Chris Kohler said, Wow, did that Final Fantasy remake demo actually send my interest plumbing plummeting? I didn't say it didn't send my interest plummeting, I gotta say. Maybe you took something tempered from some, yeah, but then not plummeting. But anyway, I have basically zero idea how to play that first boss fight. A million interlocking systems all thrown at you at once. Make sure to attack, but also heal, but also you can't heal, but also use magic, but you can't use magic, but also make sure to stagger the enemy, which I didn't like that system, but also he has a barrier, and blah blah blah. So, um, and I kind of felt like I agree with that. It's a lot of interlocking systems, in my opinion, which I don't mind, the systems. Let me take that back. But I felt like I was slashing aimlessly. I don't know. That's just me personally. I'm like slashing this nigga. Oh, the dog at first was like, he's not getting hurt. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, the yeah. dog wasn't getting hurt. And those, that, after the main boss, these guys with the long claws who moved really fast. Yeah, they were the hardest thing to fight. Oh, um, yeah, they were kicking my ass. Was Cloud was dead. I told y'all, I'll use all my Phoenix Downs, y'all, fighting the main boss. Cloud's dead. It's just that's all I have fighting these guys. I thought I was going to die. I really did. It's just a limit break came in. Thank God for that. And I was able to take care of him. But um, I struggled through this thing. And I felt like it's because of th- what the man was saying. Like the stagger thing. I don't like that okay, at all. Let me just say, Cloud tells you how to fi- win that boss fight. Immediately into the boss fight. Maybe I Get missed it. Get behind him and use magic. You have to play as Barrett. So it would, I wasn't really to give you the chance. Yeah, if you just I will. get behind him and then use the thunder magic, that's all you gotta do. And you know what, Kyle? That's something I said I gotta do. Let me replay it again. And you know what? That's probably what the fuck happened. I heard him say use magic, and I remember. You know, I'm a I'm a Final Fantasy guy, so I know he's a machine. I gotta use thunder, so I I realize um, Barra has thunder, so I was using thunder, but I wasn't using it behind him. Yeah. And so, okay, I didn't realize that, but I did start noticing that I had to get behind it, and I was using Cloud to slash up his booty hole, and that was working. But uh, I'm gonna play it again and see if I can do better. But uh, also, did you get any of the grenades? Because they were really useful as well. For yeah, me. I was using grenades on dogs and regular people, which oh, I wish God. I didn't do now. <laughs> but that's what I was doing. But uh, still, that's Chris's. Oh, that's his opinion. I agree with some of it, but overall, I enjoyed it, and still, it's a first day purchase for me. So. But um, I will say one last little bit of news for Final Fantasy Seven. They confirmed Red Thirteen, the dog, won't be playable. Oh yeah. And um, I was kind of like, oh well, maybe hopefully it's only well, it's only the first part of the game. Mm-hmm. So hopefully part two, whenever that drops, maybe twenty twenty nine, we'll be able to play as him. <laughs> but it was funny. Well, I was in class. I'm a college student. For those who don't know, when we were, when we were in class last week, our teacher had spoiled. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it for our listeners, but who the voice is in Cloud's head. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh yeah, spoilers for an actually twenty three year old game. I never thought I was that old, so I really thought about it. That is true. But I do hope we get skins in that game. I would really like to play like if I lock like the you know the female cloud. I would like to be able to play as like the um, tra- like trap cloud the entire time, or even cloud clouds um avid children skin. I would love to play as that as well. Yeah. Or even his Kingdom Hearts can have you really cool. Yeah, that'd be dope too. Oh yeah, I would love to get different outfits too. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Right. I, I think if we could get like a um, Goku outfit for Cloud, I would like that. Just <laughs> me personally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So moving into Xbox news. So they got some more details about Series X recently. 
So the major thing is that it's going to have 12 teraflops. It's going to have a variable rate of shading. Hardware accelerated direct X-ray tracing. Quick resume for multiple games and smart delivery. So the ones, the two that I really want to go on talk about is the quick resume, which to me sounds awesome. So basically, it's a feature that lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning to where you were and what you were doing without waiting or any loading screens. And smart delivery essentially is technology that empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you're playing on Xbox One or Series X, we're getting the right version of that game whenever you're playing on. Basically, it says like if you were to buy a game on Xbox One through smart delivery, you're going to be able to play it on Series X. And as long as the developer has says that you that you're allowed to do it, and Cyberpunk 2077 has also re recently announced that if you buy that game on Xbox One, you're getting it on Series X for free. That's so awesome. So where most we don't we know if we'll have that option for most games, we have one probably the biggest game coming out this year for free mm -hmm. on the next gen. Yeah, and I also want to say. Um it has uh, and this this stuff big for me dynamic latency input HDMI 2.1 um, access auto low latency mode variable refresh rate and 120 frame rates per second support so uh, this stuff came out and uh, I, it kind of blew my mind I was very um, impressed and wild and like whoa you know Xbox is really throwing the gauntlet down right now but even though they're doing all this I don't really know if it really fucking matters because I'm not getting an Xbox anyway because Why? all their game they don't have no exclusives yeah <laughs> you know I just like you always say get a PC or something but um uh yeah, but I don't know. These numbers gave me reason to pause, cause to pause. And let me say this though, I'm not one of those just PlayStation, you know, fanboys stroking it off and everything. If Xbox comes up and says, "Hey, not so fast," we do have some no, no, no. exclusives, right? Because remember, they bought all these gaming studios. Like and, yeah, and even though they haven't said shit right yet, right? But if they start saying shit, then I'm gonna start listening. I'm gonna pull my ear out and can give them the Hulk Hogan thing, even though I don't like him. <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if they start, you know, showing some games and they look great, these studios start delivering, then this thing looks real capable, and I'm gonna be, I might have to make some decisions. Consider. Yeah, consider right. You know, I like the idea. These all these things are really cool. My only question is now that Sony has seen these, that Xbox is gonna do this. Are they gonna do that? I think they might do the suspended multiple games. That's probably it. Oh, you need Sony that. will make sure you buy the same game four times. That is the one thing I've learned as being a Sony fan. <laughs> they do not care. They will let you have your saves crossover, but they will say, no, you will pay $60 every time you want to play this game. Yep. And that's just something I feel like we were not accepting. We got through PlayStation 3 to Vita to 4. None. Only not even like Dragon's Crown is cross gen, cross Xbox console. Y'all, I think PlayStation has changed their evil ways, and they see the future. I think Xbox is helping them understand the error of their ways. I think they're gonna surprise you. I think it's literally just the fact that Xbox is losing in so many other aspects oh, that they've been doing all of these like, like pro user friendly things because they were anti user. When it had launched on the Xbox One, never did. You couldn't share games by sharing discs back in the original launch of the Xbox One. 
So like okay. they didn't want you to do that. <laughs> you put it like that. So like, I think. Yeah. So I think it's it, like they it, they ought to do this because they need to get the most favor they can. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it in games, do it in services that make people want to buy your console. I take that back. You're right. You're right, Kevin. <laughs> you guys are right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope Sony will actually deliver on these because these are all really cool ideas. Yeah. Mm. All right. So rumors are circulating that PS5 may not be ready to ship during the holiday season. Yeah, I put this on here. That's what I've been hearing in the uh, the bowels and low down deep sections of Twitter. Is that it's possibly why PlayStation has been so quiet? Of course, there's a lot of rumors going around with PlayStation. Who knows? Next tomorrow they can come out and be like, "Boom, coming out!" You know, and go. Off. Says, oh yeah, a holiday 2020. <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, that's what some people, some murmurs are. And of course, some people are citing coronavirus as one of the issues. Some people are saying they're cooling system is so advanced and it's really expensive it's like five dollars or something per unit which is really expensive because cooling units are usually much cheaper than that just a couple of cents or whatever 50 cents but um also rumors that the um equipment they use to actually build the the console are not the pieces aren't available because Xbox apparently are sucking them all up because they're already you know, much further ahead than PlayStation. So PlayStation finding the parts to build as many consoles as they want to build is an issue. So that's going to be caught raising the price because they can't find the stuff. It's harder to find. So there's a few things going on with them right now. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what's true. But that's what a lot of people are saying in the gaming world. Some murmurs. I don't know if it's ex PlayStation haters or if it's real, but uh, we will see. I wouldn't be surprised though, because like um, they probably if it is coronavirus, like what people are alleging, yeah. I would understand them delaying the consoles like yeah. by like a couple months just to make sure there's no infection going around. Like, we, we don't get sick from these consoles. Oh yeah. my that word! Would, like imagine the PR like the, oh don't buy the PlayStation Five because it can literally kill you. <laughs> Good gosh. So like uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but uh, coronavirus out of the equation taking it out of the equation if they don't deliver on this holiday 2020 I think that's going to be real embarrassing coronavirus like I said you know taking it out of the equation and let's say Xbox X Series X is just flying off the shelves and you know it's going to look pretty bad for PlayStation in my opinion but uh, we'll see it'll be something to keep your eye on alright so next in topic list is one sec um, did because Death Stranding just got recently got announced to be having a PC release and on June second, and they're doing a crossover with Half Life. So this is just out to me to Brent. Play the waiting game. I'll get this. Everything unlocked with a trainer to make a game on easy. I can build bridges and jetpacks and whatever I need to to reconnect America. So when I deliver my cum and underwear, everything will be peachy queen. Whoa, when you deliver it. Yeah, you deliver your underwear and cum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I'm happy for you guys. Yeah, hopefully one day I can come over and see why you guys are playing it. Because the game is fucking gorgeous. On, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. The game's fucking gorgeous on the PlayStation 4, so I can only imagine what it will look like on a PC, right? So, um, yeah, you guys are gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be well, I don't know if you're gonna enjoy it because it's a different type of game, but it's gonna be awesome. (laughs) I'm excited for you guys. All right, so the next thing is going to be saying that Kojima Productions is tight, is teasing a new game. Could it be Silent Hill? 
Yeah. I actually doubt that. I think um, Kojima and Konami are done, done. Um, mm. They'll ever work together again. And I really wish you could have played Silent Hills with a, with a game before. Yeah, yeah, it's PT Silent Hills. Yeah, but it's a new one. Okay. But uh, I wish you could have played that game with them because it was the original game with, um, uh, what is that, that guy's name from Walking Dead? Norman Reedus. Norman, yeah, Norman Reedus. It was the original game he was going to make with him. Mm. And people are still breaking that game down to this day wow. and trying to say, and I said, because you can't play it anymore. And it was really? going to be like a, almost what could have been probably the scariest horror game I've ever played. Mm. You so, so you played it? Yeah, yeah, we had it. Like, we had it for then. I, I remember we were at a friend Brandon's house. It was like 4 a.m. And I'm like, guys, can we please stop playing this game? Mm. Him and Kevin, because like certain editions of the game had the ending and certain ones didn't. There's yeah. a fuck with people. So we were running it for at least three hours mm-hmm. over and over. Running through the same rooms mm-hmm. over and trying to figure out what we missed yeah. and what we missed and what we missed. Constantly wow. closing the application, starting it back. I'm like, please, <laughs> please go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified. But Man. I'm excited about this. And then y'all know why. So because of a post that Kojima Productions put on Twitter as a picture, and uh, one of the guys that worked there says, and this could just be a translation from English I mean from J- Japanese to English type of thing but uh, sorry to be silent everyone I've been really busy lately I think I can say more soon about what we have going on silent so just that one word you know people are peeling off and I was one of them getting really excited but you're right it's probably not Silent Hill but, but hey it could be something and just because it's not 100% Silent Hill mm-hmm. does that mean something that in the be, same vein as could be quiet um zoned yeah <laughs> quiet I was about that yeah. alright so the next thing is recently announced was Riot Games has now announced that they're making a shooter called Valorant which and was leaked by Slasher so days ahead so if you haven't seen it, Valorant is going to be a first-person shooter, a five v five shooter with very with clear Overwatch and CSGO. Team Fortress and CS:GO inspirations. It looks okay. I'm kind of curious about this game. It's going to be like Counter Strike. They're saying team teams hacking a bomb. They have to plant one several different sites. I'm interested. Have you seen any of this sprint? Yeah, I, I I was reading up on it. I saw it's this, only for PC this though. This is by the people who make League of Legends. Yeah, yeah. So. And yeah. says there's no people on PC. Yes, it's not on console, so I shall watch from the stands as the uh, other members of Prayer Warriors play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not necessarily excited for this game. It's mm-hmm. like it looks too much like CSGO for me. But um, Riot Games might come over and destroy everyone with the new fighting game they're dropping to. And then they have two more games they haven't announced yet. They might just be a fucking monster in the next two years. Like we gotta watch out for them. Like, I'm not into league, but like they have really cool character designs, and if they make a fighting game with those cool characters, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, it's they, they might be coming for everybody. Everybody's next soon, so the game looks alright to me. The, the, the pictures, the screenshots that I saw of it, I'm not like a screenshots, not actual gameplay yet, but. Oh, I've, I've seen well, gameplay. Well, yeah, gameplay. I've seen I've seen gameplay, and I mean, like I said, it's not a, it's on PC only. But uh, I was watching like, oh man, I'm googling. Is this gonna and be on consoles? And free to play. Yeah, free to play vibe. You know, five v five. It looked fun to me. So yeah, I would I would have tried it. But yeah. All right, so it's probably gonna be the game is gonna launch in summer of this year. So hopefully it comes out good. Mm-hmm. All right, next topic. Skip this is one. Is mm-hmm. skip this one. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to be Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, this is a small, two, two small side things. Rainbow Six Siege is also confirmed for next gen. Yes. Hopefully, with the new, like the new save, uh, smart save, smart delivery, 
Yeah. We can just boot it right on over. They, Famous Exceed has been talking about going free to play as well. And they're trying to claim it's going to be day one for both cons- yes. next gen consoles. Keep put, keep pushing Rainbow Six Siege. I did when that game came out in 2015. That thing was dead. I could like, all right, this game is all right. I don't think anyone's going to care. I enjoyed it, but this game was not going to be that big. It was dying because at that time, every Ubisoft game was dying. Just to see it from that to having 64k streaming on Twitch, people watching competitive like in 2020, it blows my mind how this game is coming. And we're on season five of the game. So it's just like um, I never got into Rainbow Six Siege personally. Like I, I, I'm just not good at the game. It's too hard for me personally. And um, I have more fun killing the hostages I say yes. than I do playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> the story, the story is, I was trying to get Kyle to play the game, and instead of Kai being a dick, instead of actually wanting to just like try the game, he walks over, shoots the hostage, ends the round, Damn. and goes. Out, the game isn't fun and just hand me the controller. Oh, we're <laughs> sabotage the game just so you know the play. In my defense, I thought, like, you know, we could just kill the houses and get over with. So, you know, it was a cool idea in my mind, personally. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did enjoy the zombie outbreak moment, that was a lot of fun, so. Mm. They've been teasing something with that. Hopefully, we get a full game mode out of that because I would keep playing that more. Is it, I would literally have not done took it on my PS4 if, it, mm. if that was. Like or a if they were like a full flesh terrorist hunt where it's like that, but you can fight from point A to point B. I would love that. Mm. Mm. Do you think you could ever get into Siege? If it becomes free to play, but that's probably it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was free on PlayStation a few months ago. Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't even get it was to try. Free on PS Plus. Yep. That's how we got it. Oh, on PS Plus? That's what we have. I don't have it. I thought it was just free for like a a, a few weeks or something. I don't I have it for free again. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, why y'all didn't let me know then? Yeah, why you let me know then? <laughs> Pretty sure you had, but that's why. <laughs> okay. Um, what's it called? Um, Borderlands has just announced that we were talking about that earlier. It's going to be having a movie soon, which is going to be in the works done by Eli Roth. Um, He's I'm, the one who did Hostel. I'm very confused because Borderlands is way too big and vast to be a movie. Mm. And I don't know how they're going to do Claptrap right. And Claptrap is too important to the movie. It's Borderlands for it to be like that. And it's just the little, it's the little things of Borderlands that, that make it so funny. But um, they just better get a very sexy woman to play as Mad Moxie. That's the only thing I request. Mm-hmm. Well... Um throwing it. I mean, Kevin, I'm sorry, you have something to say about Borderlands? Well, I was saying, um, Borderlands is, honestly, out of all the fr- franchises that can really do it, though, I think Borderlands would work. Borderlands, all you have to do is, like, make a bunch of wild, crazy NPCs and put it in a Mad Max world and just play it as four people, like a four-man buddy comedy where there's dumb jokes and fighting like that. I think it could work. Mm, I don't know. The CGI for, like, the sirens and stuff like that would be too weird. No, I guess, like, if you put a good budget on it, it could be, like, some regular superhero movie. Well, throwing into this, another video game that's coming to movie later this year that doesn't sound like it's going to work, it sounds really strange, is Monster Hunter. Um, the Monster Hunter movie is set to release September 4th, 2020, and uh, Paul W.S. Anderson is doing that. And if you don't know, he did all the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, which is probably his wife is in there too, yeah. Uh, you think it's going to be fire? Might, it might be alright From what I saw yeah, of it, From the first game I reported I thought it was Going to look terrible Yeah But the, the later trailers I've seen Where they ditch Their weapons Like the, the normal guns And mm. pick up The monster on their weapons I thought yeah. Okay this could be Actually pretty cool Okay So I, I'm willing To check it out But the thing is like No one asked for this Yes No one so, You're right In the whole series Of the world Why would I want Like Monster Hunter right. Why would I want A live action movie With no story The game has no Fucking story whatsoever like, 
here's the, here's the thing. Like, have you said, hey, we're making an animated movie. We're putting a big budget into it. Some great anime studios want to make that. I can see that. But making a live action movie, you know Hollywood's going to Hollywood. You saw what they tried to do with Sonic. All right. So how much? Like you know what I mean? It could yeah. be good. But it also could be shit. Yeah, yeah. I better see my boy Nerd Gigante in there. Ah. <laughs> Nerd. Uh-huh. Alright. And the next thing is that Spawn is going to be the next character for Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh. So Todd McFarlane recently showed him off. We saw his actual model. is the sword. As someone who's a lap, it's like, I, I like Mortal Kombat 11. I'm not like crazy about it. This might pull me back in. I always get pulled back in with every new DLC character. I like Joker a little bit. I love Sindel. I like Shang Tsung. Spawn is different. Spawn might pull me back in. <laughs> Out of all the guest characters so far, this is my favorite. Spawn is different. I agree, Kevin. As a person who loves Mortal Kombat games but fucking hates MK11, uh, I'll just see how Spawn plays first so I can get back in. The only DLC character that I really thought was really good, like Sindel was a good pick, but they ruined her storyline-wise, was Shang Tsung. Only, you've seen the Mortal Kombat movies, right? Yes. They got the actor that plays Shang Tsung in the movies to recreate. Re- um, they mapped him as the actual Shang Tsung in the game. <laughs> so it's so cool. They have his old movie outfit and everything. Yeah, so that's hard. That is slick. But like, that's um, slick. Yeah, everything else, well, I'm minded into. I'll, I'll see you spawn, but. Aren't they rebooting the Mortal Kombat movies, yeah, by yes. the way? Okay, cool, okay. And cool, um, cool. the girl that's playing Melina is a fire ass black woman, and I cannot wait. Would you be interested in playing Mortal Kombat with spawn? Just look at him, see some type of content with spawn as playable. Because as a casual, like, would this move something for you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would like to see how he how he plays. Did you know Spawn's a Soul Calibur too? No. He was on the Xbox what? version, yeah. Oh, fuck. So PS2 <laughs> got Heiachi, um, yeah. Xbox got Spawn, and um, Nintendo got um, Link. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I think Netherrealm, like, they do a lot of bad fucking guest characters, and then they do really good. Yeah. For every, like, fucking random-ass villain they grab, like Leatherface, <laughs> they do really good with the Ninja Turtles or Hellboy right. and now Spawn. My only wish he was an Injustice because having Hellboy fight Spawn would have been amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I'll, I'll take this. That, that is, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, so, and for our final topic... Cody Rhodes of All Elite Wrestling has recently made a statement about their new wrestling game and it may be announced soon. What do you want for wrestling games and what type of features do you think should be in it? For me, it's just kind of like I want wrestling games to be like that's why I'm in coding development for school. I want to make a wrestling game. I want wrestling games to be good again. I'm sick of the WWE franchise. They've just kind of oh, butchered that series and it's over with. Yeah. Bullshit, guy. You okay. love to you love the broken bed one. Oh yes, Kevin! <laughs> thank you. I'm I'm over here feeding and believing your ass. One right. I beat the story mode. And that was it. I tried running um a universe mode. Kept crashing on me. Couldn't edit certain characters or crash on me. And you know what? I feel like at this point, I'm gonna break the goddamn game myself. <laughs> I would just love to, for one to have custom music back. I would love to have like you know custom more matches like. Intergender magics, like again, because like they've been teasing intergender stuff in AEW now. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot they can do with this game, and especially for a new fledging company. They've apparently been teaming up, apparently alleging that they're going to team up with Aki, who made the 
do you remember WCW versus NWO on um N64? Yes. Those guys. Kenny yes. was been like begging to work with them because wow. he wants them to make their game for them. That was a good game too. So if they can um make something similar like that for a new mm-hmm. age with new graphics, would personally love that. You named some of the features and you wanted with the rope break and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ukes themselves are also have announced that they're working on a, on a new wrestling game last year, mm-hmm. and we still don't know who that is. It's so just, the people who make who made the last the past W2K series. Okay. They are not making a wrestling game themselves, so we wow. don't know what company they're working with as well. Wow. Yeah, so if you put a, uh, <laughs> like, Dutch did WWE and just left and put a Chris Jericho and went to AEW, mm-hmm. no, crazy that would be for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you would so, be in heaven. Oh, true. Well, Personally, <laughs> I think there's a lot of, like, I want a more fleshed out story mode. I want them to bring back match actors that they may not do in regular wrestling anymore but may, I want a casket match I want an Inferno Hell match yeah. I want uh-huh. a buried alive match like yeah. you know what I mean like just because it's not on TV anymore mm-hmm. does not mean mm-hmm. someone's like, mom on a pole match <laughs> we like maybe do some crazy like cause it's a video game non-realistic stuff yeah. maybe I want to get barbed wire for my ropes instead of regular ring ropes That's things cool. like that yeah what's it called Fire Pro does that but it's just not yeah it's like, not realistic yeah so like there's like C4 death matches in that game barbed wire matches like mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff you can do for a wrestling game yeah. but I don't think most people will try to do but like I would love to have a full death match style wrestling match mm-hmm. in a wrestling game because no other game will do that yeah. so like yeah you're having like the barbed wire broken glass tacks stuff like that and AEW's had like a few death matches mm-hmm. I would like to skateboard to the ring as Darby Allen used to skateboard as well like, there's a lot that they can do with this game yeah, because it's a video game, right? This is where you can do this shit, you know. And also, yeah. it doesn't need to be realistic. It should be arcadey. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, at, put an emphasis on character creator or download, make being able to remake people. There's a big community of wrestling games about remaking real people or fake people. Like being able to put like there's actual really great content creators who make just as good character models as the WWE themselves for their games. So okay. I want them to put a big emphasis on like being able to upload pictures or images of people, models. So and I want to put AJ Styles in AEW's game. I should be able to. And can you make your own? And I don't even know this, but can you make your own pay per views in the new two Ks? You make yeah. your own arenas, yes. Okay. And you make pay per views. Okay. Also, give me give me either full story mode or story mode creator, because making my own dumb shitty story as a kid was hilarious. So we would make our own story modes in the game. Like make special like outfits for the wrestlers to wear and stuff like that. Yeah. So like yeah, I would like to have something like that. So mm-hmm. like just go all in because like there's the, like, the sky's the limit with this type of like idea. So I would, I would just really like to see something like them creative with that. Okay. Yeah, I would love to see them what they do with factions, like how AEW is doing fabulous, like Inner Circle, the Elite, the Nightmare Collective, the like you know what I mean, or the Dark Order. I want them to be able to make my own faction and you would not just make a tag team, but make a group to put people in. So I want to break up Cody and put him with Darby Allen and call Christopher Daniels. I should be able to do that and make them a team instead. Yeah. Okay. But. With everything said, anything you guys want to bring up last? Uh, no, I just want to thank everybody for listening. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend if you enjoyed this part. And also, uh, my PS4 ID is uh, Ronan underscore twins. If y'all want to get some games with me, let me know. Hit me up. Then let me carry you through some games because you know I am a real big, strong gamer boy, okay? Hmm? All right, guys, keep gaming. And we're out. <laughs>